Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howe. And I'm your co-host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in the community. We interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Who's our guest today? Well, today we are going to be talking to Amanda Kishel. Growing up, uh, Easter was a big thing, uh, especially for you. Yeah. Um... Now, for me, I know Easter's big for everybody, but for me, this was what Easter entailed. I I would wake up, uh, the Easter bunny had been there. He left a basket of of goodies. In fact, me and my brother, we still have the baskets that we grew up with. You can find those on uh, Facebook. We're we're both holding them up every year. And that was it. We didn't go to church. We didn't do anything else. We ate our candy. We had Easter uh, dinner. We would we would have the family over. It was a it was a very nice uh, day, uh, Sunday dinner with uh, ham usually. Ham, potato. Yeah, it was great. And then after that, you know, Probably that four, was it. Fourteen starches, knowing your family. And then, uh, as I had children, uh, and everybody knows I have so many of them, uh, four of them. Four, be, yes. Exactly. But we'd do the, uh, you know, after uh, after dinner, we'd go out and we'd do the Easter, Easter egg, egg hunt, hunt yeah. where my parents would load up uh, these uh, plastic eggs with. Uh, uh, candies and, and, they still do that and sometimes money that was kind of cool but but that was it that that was our easter well yeah that was not my easter tell me about Hashtag your easter not my easter <laughs> <laughs> um well my easter was obviously very jesus centric because yes. jesus i mean he rose from the dead he rose from the dead that is that is the main tenet of my whole faith we did not we didn't have the easter bunny um because we just don't believe in magical creatures that bring you bring you things my mom put together Easter baskets, and we knew that it was mom putting the Easter baskets together. Now, what did they do with these Easter baskets? They hid our Easter baskets around <laughs> the house, which, did other families do that? I never heard of it growing up that people would hide the Easter baskets. It was more like, you I know. hide the Easter eggs, like an Easter egg hunt. The Easter bunny came. It's a, it's on the table. That's where you find your Easter basket. No. My mom hid our Easter baskets, and we had to find them. And I am terrible at looking for things, like even and day, finding things, finding things, looking for things. There's a common phrase that originated from my house growing up that now my my you and all the kids also uh, have perpetuated. Called, yes. are you looking with Angie eyes or real eyes? Because I could be looking for something to be right there on the table in front of my face, and I would never be able to find it. So what happened yesterday? With your keys. With my keys. <laughs> well, yesterday was a rough day. <laughs> so you you come to the office. I come you... to the office. Well, we first of all, we didn't coordinate our schedules. So yeah. Matt had a sales meeting in far, far away. And so Audia had to come to Muncie on the Move with me, which mm-hmm. is fine. Uh, she did really well. And she came up on stage with me. And she thought she was like hot stuff. And thought she was amazing. So then we come to the office, hang out for a little bit. And it's time to go to school. We go. I shut the door behind me, and we get ready to go to school. Then I'm like, oh, crap. I locked my keys in the office. So we walk to school in the rain. I <laughs> go to the coffee shop, kill some time at the caffeinery. She's waiting for somebody, waiting to, get for somebody to, to get to the office. To get to the office to come and in. let me in or whatever. But it turns out I come back to the office. Amy is here. I get in the office. I go to sit down, put my hands in my pockets. And my damn keys were in my pocket the whole time because I can't find things. You can imagine Angie being a 10-year-old little girl running around the house. She can't find her... Can't find my Easter basket. Easter basket. Her, her younger sister, who's like five at this point, is has found it already. Has found I mean. hers and mine. 
but my parents told her, shut up and don't tell your sister where it's at. She has to find it on her own. Don't make her feel bad. Um, so there were many tears shed over over every year. Every it? year, I cried over my Easter baskets because I could never find it. We would play the hot and cold game, like you're getting warmer, you're getting warmer, uh, and then until I would finally find my Easter basket. And then my sister's like running around in the background, going, ha ha ha! I found mine. I know where yours is, but I can't tell you. So you know, typical. Uh, that sounds like your sister. Sister things, yeah. <laughs> so fast forward to like, I I must be. A teenager at that point I don't know and my mom is over over it of us crying all the time which I don't know why it took her so long but <laughs> it did anyway so she puts our Easter basket or mine I don't know about Lisa's I think she hid that one still but she put my Easter basket on the kitchen table with like a blanket on top of it or a towel and was like ta-da can you find your Easter basket so I didn't I didn't cry <laughs> So in the morning, Easter basket is obtained. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. What happens next? Uh, well, the Easter basket had like a piece of candy, like a chocolate bunny, a couple pieces of candy. Mm-hmm. Um, had a, a new dress for church and maybe like a new music CD or something as I got older. Only Christian, of course. Of course. Maybe Carmen or Amy Grant. But then you guys get dressed then up? we get dressed up and we go to church and we have... Hallelujah, praise Jesus service, all of that. Some Did you years, do the sunrise service or whatever they call no, that? No, my church was not, it was the... Because a lot of people, a lot of churches do that, yeah, right? Yeah, but a lot of those tend to be like some of your mainline denominations, like Baptist okay. and Methodist, stuff like that. We were holy rollers speaking in tongues. We're not getting up that early for that. Um, <laughs> Takes too much energy. It does. Well, I mean, we got to <laughs> dance around church and like roll around on the floor. We like don't have energy for that if we're up at like four o'clock in the morning. Gotcha. Uh, so, but we would go, we'd have church. Um, sometimes we'd have like a musical or a play or something like that. And we would... Jesus time. Now, let me back up. Palm Sunday, of course. That's uh, the week before. That's the week before. So did they do like specials that week as mm-hmm. well? We had palms and uh, we'd have palm leaves and the kids would like reenact like Jesus would come in and people would wave the palm leaves and say, Hosanna, Hosanna, all that kind of stuff and all that. What'd you guys do after Easter Sunday church? Uh, I think I mean, we were 45 minutes from home because our church was, you know, the next town over. So we probably went out to eat, made somebody else work on Easter, not spend time <laughs> with their family. Um, There's probably sometimes we did go home and have Easter dinner, but I don't remember them being like big family, like everybody sit down together. Like like now, as I, I'm part of your family and the Howells, we all get together. Your brother comes into town. We have him and all the fixings, all the fixings and all that kind of stuff. We're here with Amanda Kishel of Kishel Photography. So tell me a little bit about yourself. I, what's your background like? So I am actually from a really small town in Illinois. Um, I, I don't know, I'm a little farm girl. Like I was raised on a farm, um, raised in the country. My closest neighbors were like miles away. Um, what was the What was the closest town to you? Uh, Charleston. Charleston. Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Eastern Illinois, Illinois University. How That's in the world did you get to Muncie, Indiana then? Okay. So I actually met my husband in college. So my husband, Mark, he is from Muncie. He was okay. born and raised here in Muncie, went to Central, went to school here. Um, and he, we met in college. And he came over to Illinois to go to college. We met there. 
got married and then he was like, hey, so I'm moving back to Muncie. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's go. And I moved here completely blind. Like I had never been to the town. I didn't know anything about it. I just pulled up in my U-Haul with my cats and we were here. Okay. About how old were you when you did that? Oh my gosh. Uh, 14 years ago, uh, 24, 25? 24, 25 like years that. old, yeah. okay. So after college, you went to college in Illinois? Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Uh, I don't went to college. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> no, like, I, like else, like. what was the college called? <laughs> what did you study? That kind of stuff. Okay, well, I did um, fine arts. So okay. I studied, I actually love art history, and so I did that. After I graduated, I thought, okay, well, I don't really want to be a teacher. I don't want to work in a museum. I don't want to do, like, I didn't really want to, I love to study it, but I didn't want to pursue it. So I just kind of thought, I'm just going to take a little break, see what happens. And so I actually got a job when I first moved here. Um, I got a job at Macy's at the clinic counter doing oh, okay. makeup for people. Hmm, really? So I did that for a while and then decided, to, you know, I want to have a baby and I want to start my own business. So basically I started my business as a way for me to still have an income and have something creative to do, but be able to stay home with my family and be okay. flexible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So take me back to the start of the business. Like... What, what made you go down that, that path, that route? Um, well, like I said, I didn't really want to do... I wanted to do something with art, and I wanted to do something in that kind of genre, but I didn't want to be a painter. I didn't want to be a teacher. I didn't want to do anything. So it kind of was one of those, well, I thought, well, I take pictures all the time, and I love photography, so I could try it and see what happens. And it kind of snowballed. Like, I just took pictures of my friends' kids, and then all of a sudden someone asked me to do a wedding, and so I... I said, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I will try. try. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. know. I'll try. And so then, we, and obviously people start um, giving you money for it. You have to go and get a business, and you have to have a tax ID. Mm. And so then it right. kind of just it just kind of happened. Like, it was not my intention at all. Um, I didn't, that wasn't what I expected in my life to do, but it's good. Good. Excellent. That's so how, nice. how many years now has uh, Kishel Photography been a thing. Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Okay. Now tell me about the business now because uh, you've, you've got a few people that work in the office with you. Tell me about everybody. Um, so first I have Erin. She's my student manager. She's been with me about eight, eight or nine years, like right mm -hmm. around there. Um, and she was my first person that I just was like, okay, I can't do all this. I need help. I need somebody to keep me organized because again, being someone who is an artist and kind of scatterbrained, kind of all over the place, I kind of like to come up with ideas, but don't really know how to businessly execute them, if that makes yes. sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's definitely my like solid person who was like, okay, we gotta figure this out, let's make a timeline, let's make a plan, let's get some dates going, you know. And so she's definitely that that type of person. So she's my studio manager. Uh, then I have Joni, which has been with me for four, three and a half, four years. Yeah. And she's kind of our, um, she packages, she does client relations, she does all kinds of different things with that um, just kind of helps keep us going in the backside of things. Um, then I have Sarah who has been with me about the same, about three and a half, four years. Um, and she, same thing, she's super organized. She's definitely my, um, Sarah, I have bought all this stuff and I don't know what to do with it. She puts it away and like makes me labels <laughs> and she puts it in folders and kind of just keeps me all together. And then we actually just hired a new girl. Um, two days ago with her first oh, holy day. Cow. So she's like brand, brand new. new. Yeah. <laughs> So her name is Liz, and she's great so far. I mean, she's just taking notes and, like, trying to figure out what's happening. And mm -hmm. we put her straight into the fashion show planning because it's in, like, six weeks. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so that's kind of big, her big um, project for this. So Interesting. 
Now, since you mentioned that, tell me about some of the projects you do throughout the year. So not just the, the one coming up, uh, which is... Uh, Runway for Rescues. Yes, but yeah. you uh, you also do the, what, go around a Valentine's Day, Kishel's <laughs> yeah. uh, Cupids. Cupids. We do, yeah. So what we do is we do two different main events. Um, all Me and all of my girls, we love to dress up. And we like glitter and we like just to be silly and fun and we were trying to think of a way to raise money in the community just to be able to give back to I work with Habitat for Humanity a lot I do a lot for them as mm-hmm. far as photos go I do all kinds of different promotional things um, we raise money for them I work the women's build like I just do a lot of their stuff so we were trying to think of a way to give something back but not just let's have a fundraiser like let's think of something silly so what we do basically is we just dress up as crazy little cupids and go around and people have to tell us to come to them like they have to say you know we want you to come here and we'll go to their business we collect donations for habitat in exchange we give them like little cupcakes you know and little like little treats and stuff mm-hmm. so it's just fun just a different thing to do it's fun and you, you do it at our office too it's yeah it's always fun and you do it at christmas time right yeah so christmas is a little different christmas what we do is kishel elves and same thing we dress up <laughs> like elves and run around yep. but what we do for that one is it is not it's not a fundraiser for anyone we ask the community to send us people that need some christmas joy like just okay. something happy so we get stories, people will send us emails, they'll send us messages of, you know, go visit my grandma, go visit this person, go visit, you know, we think you should see this lady because her dog just died or whatever, whatever the excuse is. Um, we go and visit them and we surprise them. So they have no idea what we're coming. Oh, that's fun. And usually they have no idea who we are <laughs> because it's not, because <laughs> they didn't ask us to come there. Someone who knows us saw it and, you know, we don't, we surprise them so they don't know. Awesome. That's really cool. Now tell us about Runway for Rescues. That's like your major thing you do in the winter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Runway for Rescues is a fundraiser that we do for ARF. So it started out just as a project. I wanted to do a fashion show. Like that was kind of the big thing. And I wanted to incorporate my high school seniors. So um, Runway for Rescues is a show that we put on. We partner with The Buckle. They do all of the clothing for it. Um, they They provide everything. They bring everything to Civic Theater for us. We also partner with Amber's Beauty School, and they are amazing. Um, they give us the, their students use our show as practice for oh. whenever they get out. So they do hair and makeup for the show. Um, they get to do like a high fashion look, which is not common. Usually, you know, when mm-hmm. you go to beauty school, you do the same like highlights, lowlights, cuts, you know, but this is like crazy hair, big right. things, sparkles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so they do the hair and makeup for that. Then we use our senior girls that have we've done photographs for mm-hmm. um, as the models. And then we bring ARF in because they bring the animals. And basically it's a way, one, to raise money for ARF, two, to get the animals exposure for adoption. That's fun. So That's really cool. I've been several yeah. years and it's fun. And one yeah. year I was in a show at Civic at the same <laughs> yes. time that, I remember <laughs> that Runway for Rescues was going on. So we all yeah. shared the backstage. Uh, there's models everywhere and glitter all, all over, over the place. Plus, I was in the taffeta, so we're in our 50s gowns and yeah. all of that. And it was it was fun. It was a good time. Yeah. So tell fun. us, um, backtracking a little bit, tell us a little bit about your family. Um, my husband is great. Uh, we've been together, I don't know, 17 years? So a while. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we met in college, just kind of... Decided to get married. I had really no idea what I was doing. <laughs> Just kind of did that and thought, okay. And I moved over here. Um, we have I have Hudson, who is almost 14. So he goes to Delta. He's in eighth grade. And he is probably smarter than me and my husband put together. <laughs> he's so smart. So smart. So 
to where he's difficult to parent because he's really smart. Um, but he's great. He's super sweet and um, loves animals. Like I try to, I actually try really hard to make sure that he understands that you have to get back to the community. So we go places and we volunteer and I take him with me. And of course, most of the time he's like dragging his feet and doesn't want to go. But then afterwards he's like, mom, that was really cool. I'm like, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. You, you, you're a boy, but you have a really sweet heart. <laughs> so he's good. No, um, we, we understand. We've got a 14 year old too. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then my daughter Charlotte, she is almost four. She'll be four next week, and she is the silliest thing ever. <laughs> she's so funny, and she's super sweet, and she already has a big heart. Like I can already tell that she's going to be one of those. It's like let's have. 95 kitties and we need to we have to go everywhere and you know give presents to everybody that doesn't have presents and she's super super oh, sweet that's sweet well charlotte yeah. and audia go to school together at the preschool mm -hmm. um, they're not in the yeah. same class but they are uh class schoolmates and all that and it's so funny it was oh, a while ago zoos was um bugging me she wanted pink hair and i was oh, like yeah. we're not doing pink hair and she's like but charlotte has <laughs> Charlotte's mommy says it's okay, and I said, "Well, your mommy said no." <laughs> so yeah, and then I saw Zuzu's all into JoJo Siwa, oh, and she's yes. like, well, "That's Charlotte, the big thing this week." Yeah, so. Charlotte wants to go see JoJo Siwa. Like, she does, and they, she's coming to Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland and Columbus, Columbus Ohio. Oh, that's the closest that's I, I, I saw. Far. Yeah. yeah, I know. And I'm like, yeah. So oh. she, Charlotte thinks we're going to JoJo's house, and I'm like. Yeah, because yeah, where does she live? I started watching these videos and people come over to her house and like, here, and pick all these uh, hair bows. I need to go to my merch room. And I was like, what the heck is a, <laughs> a merch room? room? I don't know. And Zeus is like, yeah. we could go to Jojo Siba's house and get a makeover. I'm like, yeah, totally. No, we're not doing that. So yeah. anyway, she's yeah. like, but Charlotte wants to go. Oh, well, if they could go together, she would be all about <laughs> it. be all about it. <laughs> You've always impressed me because you do something out of the box. Usually, once a year, you 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 pick a theme and you go for it. So you've done underwater photography. You've done uh, uh, throwing of the flower, uh, mm -hmm. things like that. So so tell me about that. Where you get your inspiration from and things like that? I honestly, I get really bored easily. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just have to, I just have to think of something. And it's usually about once a year that I start thinking, okay, I'm kind of bored. Let's do something cool. Let's do something different. Let's do something unique. I mean, I've been in business 13 years, so I'm not new. So I feel like I do have to constantly just keep people engaged and mm -hmm. keep like thinking of something different because otherwise you people forget, you know, you don't think about it. I mean, I go to conferences, I follow other photographers, I look on Pinterest, you know, like I just kind of mm -hmm. try to do something that I've not seen before locally, but that might be really cool to try to to do yeah and I, I see your you, you do a good job posting on you know social media and things mm -hmm. like that so I always see like the new thing you're doing or what you're trying out and stuff I'm like that's like I would never thought to throw flower in the air and have ballet dancers so do whatever it's so pretty. pretty yeah it's really cool and I want to bring up the uh, the billboard that ended up being made by your photography for the Little Mermaid at the Muncie Civic Theater oh, yeah. Yeah. so so tell me about that like how'd you get that shot <laughs> underwater. Well, so underwater photography is really difficult because you can't communicate with the people. Mm -hmm. So, and it's exhausting because we wear weight belts to keep us under because otherwise you just float. Mm -hmm. So everyone has a weight belt on. Everyone is exhausted. Everybody is soaking wet. I mean, you know, you got like water in your face and your hair's all crazy. I have to wear goggles that are for like snorkeling. Mm -hmm. So I have these giant goggles on my face. Like it's, it's actually a ridiculous scene to watch. Like it's pretty silly. Um, but as far as how did I get it, I mean, I just, we talked about going under and, you know, 
hair is really difficult underwater too, so mm -hmm. I have to watch the model's hair and try to move it around. And she was great in her little like seashell bra and thing, like her, <laughs> her tail that she had. Um, but what you can't see is above water we have lifeguards. We have people that are waiting just in case something happens. We had the civic costume girl because she was constantly having to pin the tail back. We have, like, I think Laura was there. I'm sure Brittany was there. Like, everybody's there. Aaron's there for me for whatever I need. Like, there's a whole slew of people that make that one picture actually happen. What gets you truly excited about life? I don't know. It sounds cliche, but my kids. It really, did. It really is. Because um, they're just so funny. <laughs> like, they're just so... And I think that's what makes... That's what keeps me happy is they're so silly and funny and watching them grow up is really cool. So what's one thing that you've not done that you'd really like to do? What's on your bucket list? I'm gonna go to Cuba. Interesting. Um, Buffy said that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, Buffy yeah. went to Cuba. She went to Cuba. Yeah, I heard that today. I know, and I was listening to that thinking, I wanna go there. I've actually been trying to convince Mark to go on a cruise to go there, like mm -hmm. to go to Havana. And he has no interest at all. Hmm. But then I, someone else, I don't remember who I was talking to, someone else had said that they wanted to go. And then all of a sudden Mark was like, yeah, that'd be a cool trip. And I thought, I said this like six months ago and it wasn't <laughs> cool when I did it. So I don't know. I just think that'd be fun. Inception. Yeah, different. Well, that's, yeah isn't that how yeah. it works? It's never cool if it's your idea. Right. What is, what's like your superpower? Something you're super good at. Other than taking photos. Yeah, you are super good. <laughs> Photography's your superpower. See, that's funny because I don't, I mean. I'll tell you mine. I don't what know. You think. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I can write a really good, like, tell you off letter that makes you feel really bad about yourself, but really good about yourself at the same time. But do you give those letters to people, really? Or do you just. Sometimes, if I'm, like, mad at a vendor or. Oh, okay. You know, I'm yelling at, like, nicely yelling at someone. Yeah, she does a yeah. really good job with those. Or like, if, I need, if we need to, like, fire a client. Something like that. Like I'm like, oh yes, here we go. I <laughs> get to write my letter, and it makes me so happy. So yes. funny. I don't know that I have a superpower. Okay. I mean, maybe my superpower is instilling confidence in other people, or you know, making them feel special. Yeah. Well, I think you make everybody feel special behind the camera, and you know mm -hmm. how to you know tell tell your subjects like to stick out their chin just the right way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We should mention that, that, that we take headshots for our, our podcast and everything. And we have a saying when I'm taking it. I'm like, okay, we're going to do the Kishel headshot. Lean in just <laughs> Lean a little in bit. Lean in and stick your chin yeah. out. Stick your chin out. Well done. So it's actually part. called the chicken neck. Oh, chicken neck. Strong, okay. But that sounds so gross. I, yeah. do, I just so call like, it the Kishel like pose. So. That's funny. Oh, yay. Nice. I should trademark that. Exactly. Yeah, right? TM, TM, TM. Uh, what's something you like to do for fun? I like to garden. And like flowers, yeah. I do. I really love flowers. I love landscaping and landscape design and artists. Just things like that, like different flower things. Um, we have actually, we have about three acres on our property and in the back of our house, it's all just a giant flower bed. Like I have paths that walk through and we have like trellises and little different areas. And I use it for photos. I mean, I call mm -hmm. it the Kishel Photo Garden. Mm -hmm. um, but there's, you know, like a little spot that has all purple flowers, a little spot that has orange. And I, I love, like, every year when they start to come up and I get to go out there and see what it is and going to the, like, to the flower shop and buying new stuff to put in it and kind of design and, you know, take care of, take care of my nature. Awesome. 
You're also really good at throwing parties. Like, mm-hmm. I was going to bring it up. <laughs> parties. So Amanda's had a few parties that I've DJed at. Yes. Um, we, but the last one was, uh, it, uh, it cost us some money and some knees. So tell us about it. It cost me some money, too. Well, so I bet it did. So, this party, tell us about it. Well, it was your birthday party. It was my 40th birthday party, which is why I just thought, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm 40. Who cares? Just do it. So, when I was was in college, Mark and I, my husband and I, we used to love to go to bubble parties, or phone parties is what they were called. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was, you know, 15 years ago or whatever. So, we would go to bars, and it was, you know, in this really grubby, like, college bar underground, like, dirty basement <laughs> because who else would let you have bubbles exactly yeah, well yeah so you have to go to somewhere like that um and we loved it like absolutely loved it it was so fun you just get to be ridiculous i mean no one cares about your hair no one cares about makeup no one cares about anything you're all soaking wet just bubbles everywhere you're falling on the floor like it's just a really fun college time you know yeah, yeah. so i always loved them and those were my favorite memories of with my girlfriends with mark you know so i thought for my party i want to have a foam party so we did so I found a bubble a bubble foam pit and I got a grungy you know space that I could do it in <laughs> and had my DJ come and had all my friends and had some drinks and we were good yeah, yeah. now good. what happened to you well I come as the assistant DJ but sometimes <laughs> I don't assist as much as I probably should <laughs> so Amanda had lots of bourbon and mm-hmm. fun drinks and everything so I drank several of those and I was like yeah let's get in the foam pit so I did and it's on a concrete slab, it on a slab yeah. uh, and so I fell on my knees like three times in a row and my later when I went to the doctor he's like you didn't learn after like the first time <laughs> but no did you say it was really slippery I said and it was very bubbles. slippery and there were bubbles and I was having a lot of fun so yeah. I fell on my knees three different times and ended up I couldn't walk for for days or what they call it, the bruising of the I knees? I damaged or... my cartilage in yes. my knees or hmm. whatever, so okay. that's fine. But even Holdy, our 14-year-old, is like, you should go to the doctor. And you know when your 14-year-old is concerned, like, mm-hmm. they're yeah. not concerned about anything. So I was like, all right, maybe I should go. <laughs> and they x-rayed and whatever and all that. But yeah, I damaged the damaged the cartilage in my knees. And it made this awesome party. But it was worth it, It was right? worth it. It was so, yeah. it was. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being our guest. Yeah, we had so much fun with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm pretty sure on this program we've mentioned before, Angie has some issues when people don't think she's the boss. And it happened so recently, just yesterday, yesterday, that we have to talk about it. We're at a networking event. We have a booth there, a trade show booth-like, and uh, you're sitting there, this gentleman comes up, and what's he say to you? He's like, well, he comes up to me, and I'm, I'm working the booth. I'm in my, like, I'm on, like, hey, I'm Angie, Ooh, farmhouse mode or whatever. Uh, so he's like, so farmhouse, tell me a little bit about it. I go through the whole spiel. We're a marketing and branding agency, blah, 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 blah. So, and he's like, he just looks at me like, so who's the owner? And I said, me. And he looked at me and, like, cocked his head to the side like a dog would, like, cock his head to the side when yeah. he doesn't understand what you're saying. <laughs> like, huh, really? I'm like, yeah, really. He's like, there's not anybody else who's the owner? I'm like, nope, it's just me. Now, this is not the only time this has oh, ever this happened to you. all the time. But this guy, like, was dumbfounded that I was the owner. <laughs> 
And he's like, are you sure? Like, I feel like I used to work with somebody else over there. And I'm like, well, my husband also works with the company, but I am the owner. And I have been since it started in 2012. And like... He just didn't get the message. He just didn't get the message. (laughs) And it just took a long time. And there's... I think there's tactful ways to ask things, but that was not one of them. And the funny part to me was he wasn't even a business owner himself. He was just... He was working for this company that was uh, doing promotional products. Right. And like, he looked like he was 12. I'm like, who who are you? And what don't you understand about the fact that I... Yes. I'm the owner. I have always been the owner. I will always be the owner. My, one of my favorite stories is the delivery guy. He, he brings in uh, his delivery and then... Yeah, he comes to the office about once a week. He makes deliveries to us. He comes here all the time. This is before he really knew us or anything, but every um, time he would call you, what, honey or something like well, that? He would always call me honey or sweetie or something like that, which <laughs> that's a whole nother... Yeah, don't habit. do that. Don't do that. Don't. Don't do that. I don't even let my husband call me. Honey yeah, we, we we don't have little teddy bear names or anything our, like that. Our nicknames for each other, I call you husband. And I call you wife. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> anyway, so the delivery driver one day came in and said, uh, Matt was sitting at his desk, I was yes. sitting at mine, and he's like, wow, talking to Matt, like, wow, you sure have a pretty lady working here for you. You must have to pay her extra because she's so pretty and she to work for you or something like that. Yeah. And I turned around, and I was just like, huh, well, that's interesting, because I own the company, and he works for me. So, ha, 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 ha. And then he, I'm sure, felt like an idiot, or I hope he did, because um, that was dumb. Yeah. Now, he has he, has he uh, laid off calling you honey and pet names and things like that? Yeah, he doesn't call me any of those things anymore. Yeah, I think you got to him that time. I think I did. And now, when he comes in, he talks to Amy. But people will call and say, hey, can I speak to the business owner? I'm like, that's me. And they're like... Well, can I speak to the person who's in charge of making decisions for the business? Also me. Um, one time I had somebody say, yeah, but can I speak to the male business owner? Like, legit to the male business owner. I'm like, well, I am the only owner here, the only owner of this company. So if you'd like to have a decision made, you should probably talk to me. Or they're like, well, we should probably, like, wouldn't you like to have your husband in on this conversation so you can make this decision with he can weigh in on the decision. Well, if you want me to pay the bills or you want me to do something, then you should talk to me because I'm the one who makes this decision. Because I'm a business owner. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're also on Instagram at goneboss2k or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week to find out who has gone boss.